Do you want to speak on your journey, I guess, more so the early days and being cut by multiple places before ultimately getting your show at Collingwood and then we all know what happened after that, but just speak on the early days and how that sort of tested your early days and the resilience you sort of built from there. How long have we got? <laughs> <laughs> Plenty. Uh, yeah, I, I guess for me, I, I grew up, growing up in Geelong, mm. if you're not part of the Geelong Falcon system, you're never seen as someone who's going to make it. Mm. So all I wanted to do was play AFL football. So uh, I guess... Um, the first opportunity came as a as a 15 year old. I was, I was 14 for the under 15s. You get a letter in the mail, and mm. um, you go through, and there's 120 odd, and they cut, keep cutting that squad down, and I got right down to the end, and uh, and was cut. Uh, and then the next year's top age went through the same process again, and got down to the end and was cut. As a 16 year old for the under 18s, same thing, and got cut. Um, and actually, on reflection, what happened to me then was probably something that was a real game changer for me, where. Um, we didn't have social media. Uh, AFL players weren't really real to me. Um, I, I lived down in Wallington, just near Ocean Grove, and I back for Hawthorne. So Waverley Park was a, it was a five-hour turnaround just to, to go to the game and back, plus the actual game itself. So we we went occasionally, but not all all that often. So I guess the people I looked up to more than anything were the senior players at St Joseph's Footy Club. Because you go and play your junior footy and you hang around all day. So all Saturday was at the footy club, and um, and those guys, the, the senior coach, asked me to start training with them um, for a potential to play as a sixteen-year-old. So I was absolutely shitting myself. I was so <laughs> nervous because uh, I didn't want to make a mistake because these guys were my heroes. So yeah. um, I'd train with the under 18s from sort of four to five, and then the seniors didn't start till six o'clock. So in that hour in between, I just grabbed whoever I could to sort of practice, and because I didn't want to make mistakes and let them down. So. Um, because you're doing so many, so much deliberate practice, I improved a lot um, and played one senior game. We lost by 120 points to North Shore. It uh, wasn't all my fault, but I, <laughs> I got dropped. Um, but I got to play that one senior game. As I said, my, my sort of standards improved because I was amongst better players. Like they, they lift you up, that sink or swim thing. So um, went into the, the fourth crack at the Falcons as a 17-year-old and um, went... Everything went um, really well because I was so fit and I'd learned so much and improved a lot uh, until our first intra-club practice match a few minutes in and I picked up the ball and handballed it off and went to put on a shepherd and uh, a guy jumped and stuck a knee in my back and snapped a vertebrae in my spine. Mm. So I was out for um, basically five or six months while that. So I got cut mm. while, uh, while that improved. Um, came back at the end of the year and played in a, in a flag in the under-18s at St. Joey's. But... I watched um, the Geelong Falcons boys win a premiership on grand final day on the MCG. And some of the guys in that team were guys that I'd, I'd played against all preseason and went really well against. And I just felt I was good enough and just needed a chance. So mm. that sort of drove me to, to grit the teeth and, and go a bit harder again. And was lucky enough to be invited back for a fifth time and um, and played sort of every game that year and, and learned a lot. Damien Christensen and Mick Turner, they really put a lot of faith in me and trust in me and taught me a lot um, and I guess from that perspective what they did was they helped me become a better player and understand what was required and um, yeah in that year we had a pretty good team we had Luke Hodge Gary Ablett Jimmy Bartel mm -hmm. Brent Maloney Matt Maguire um, Tom Davidson Luke Molan Luke Vogels Tim Callan uh, mm -hmm. Tim Boyle say so Joel Reynolds there was, yeah, there was about 13 guys from one team end up on an AFL list and wow. um, I actually won best playing finals amongst all those guys mm -hmm. so all of a sudden, I had clubs interested in me and interviewing me and um, interviewing what I didn't know at the time, but school teachers and coaches and principal and all that. Mm. Um, but missed out on the draft. Uh, but then the next day, I had eight clubs ring and want me to train for rookie this position with them. 
and uh, decided that we'd go to Port Adelaide. Um, they had sort of their their profile of their list showed that um, they needed some some key defenders um, coming through. So, and also for me to show I was prepared to leave home and move into state um, would show how much it meant to me. So, uh, went across there. Uh, Choco Williams was was a big fan, so uh, met him and they sent me in to do uh, my medical and. I had some scans with me because I've been carrying a groin injury in the back half of the year, and uh, the doctor put it up on the wall and he said, "Mate, you got osteitis pubis. We can't, we can't pick you. We can't bring you in." And mm. I was like, what, "What the hell are you talking about? I've just picked you guys out of, uh, <laughs> out of eight different clubs." And um, yeah, sure enough, they they put it up on the board. And he goes, "This this injury, this overuse injury for the groin. So I was playing school footy and playing for the Falcons and training and all that, and our body couldn't handle it." So. Um, they came in and, and Choco and the doctor and the GM sort of had a meeting in front of me and Choco was fighting for me and the doc said, listen, this injury, we don't know how to how to really treat it at that stage and mm. no one had ever heard of it and then every second player had it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they sort of made the call that it was too big of a risk. So uh, I let it, they let me stay for the week that I was supposed to stay anyway. So I took a lot of notes and watched um, Chad Corns and Kane Corns and Treadray and Primus and all these guys and how they went about it. So I was like, that's where I want to get to. So I need to learn as much as I can. And got back on the Saturday. I was due to go to um, down to Lawn for schoolies with all my mates. Um, and uh, unfortunately, because I'd missed out with Port, I thought, hang on, I'm going to have to farewell to the boys. And they went <laughs> down there. And um, I'd actually rang Hawthorne Footy Club because Hodgie had the same injury, but a lot worse. And they just took him pick one. So... Yeah. Figured they weren't too scared of that. Um, so I ended up, yeah, went there and uh, spent a month there. Got to the day before the rookie draft and they, they brought me in. And they said, look, there's four of you. There's only two spots uh, in order of priority. John Bebb was number one. Nick Stone was number two. I was number three. And Michael Georgiatis, number four. Uh, and they said the kangaroos have a pick before we do. And they we think they'll take John Baird. If that happens, sort of Nick Stone and you. Um, so... Next day, Kangaroos picked John Baird, Hawks picked Nick Stone, and then with the next pick, they picked George Yardis because um, he'd played for Box Hill, Hawthorne's reserves, and mm-hmm. I'd only, I, I was sort of in rehab and and the coach had never really seen me play. So, a bit of a sliding doors moment where, yeah, they, mm-hmm. they changed their mind. So, mm-hmm. um, got into uni at Ballarat because I'd never, never been really um, in the Falcon system until that last year so um, my dad's a builder my brother's a builder I can't hang a picture frame so I knew that <laughs> I'd have to work hard and get into uni so um, got up there and had one of the best years of my life just um, out of home for the first time it's obviously good in a uni town but met a lot of new friends and um, the footy club was awesome uh, up there at North Ballarat got to play VFL so I was playing the same level I would have played anyway um, got to the end of the year uh, Geelong, Stephen Wells rang me and said, can you come down and train with us down there for a rookie spot? So went down and spent a month with him. Uh, got to the day before the rookie draft and, and Bomber called me to his office and said, we're not going to draft him, we're not going to rookie you. Mm. I said, well, what the hell have I been doing? <laughs> and, uh, and he said, we want you to play on our top-up list, which obviously means you're, you're not on the, in the squad, but you're, um, you're always training with him, you're always mm. around him. And I said, mate, I'm already playing VFL in, in Ballarat. i got my uni up there, got jobs up there. And he said, well, I'm offering you a lifeline. You'll be right under our noses and we look at you for next year. And uh, I said, I appreciate the offer, but it doesn't work for me. And mm. um, left and, yeah, I was pretty shattered at that stage. And next day, I was catching up with all my mates for a Christmas beer. Um, it was right before um, Christmas, obviously. And I'd finished in Ballarat and um, one of my mates texted me and said, well done the draft when mum was driving me in. 
sort of read it out to her and she pulled across three lanes of traffic and almost killed us. And said, ring him, ring him. I rang him up and said, mate, what was that all about? Was that meant for someone else? And he said, nah, Collingwood picture. I was like, nah, he couldn't have picked me and we're sort of going through it. I said, maybe it was a projection thing or whatever. And um, I said, they I've spoken to him for about 14 months at that stage. And uh, so I'd know and, or they would have spoken to me at least mm. and um, got to, I sort of hung up the phone confused. I had four voicemail messages. Like what the hell's going on here? And first one, Noel Judkins, recruiting officer from Collingwood. My mates had already been at the pub for a couple of hours and I thought I'd just grab some old guy out of the thing and said, let's like, stitch him up. And, um, and so I just deleted it. And then when the next one says, Mick Moldhouse coached the club, I'm like, yeah, bullshit. And I deleted it. And the third one was my player manager, Peter Lenton. Uh, and he was screaming down the phone going, you fucking beauty, how good is this? And, um, and the fourth one was Bucks, uh, who was the captain at the time. So... That's how I found out I got there and, mm-hmm. yeah, went on to a, to a rookie list for 18 grand before tax. So it's not all beer and Skittles. <laughs> had to uh, had to work at Telstra every Thursday. Yeah. Um, but had, uh, I had a great year and it was probably a big thing for me was the, the Williamstown Footy Club. They were That was our reserve team and mm. we won a flag down there. And to have um, Troy West and Brad Lloyd and Sam Cranage and um, Marnie and Smoker and mm. Adrian Fletcher, all these guys who were great. Um, VFL players obviously some of the AFL experience as well it was just a great community and they sort of looked after us and, and taught us a lot and um, yeah it was lucky enough to get another one year deal after that and I guess the rest is history yeah. <laughs> mm. not no, too that's bad that's awesome